Hello, beautiful people. It's your girl, Jackie O with Kink Unashamed, here to talk about BDSM. We already went over the definition. I'm not doing it again. Uh, let's see if I can remember. It was bondage, dominance, submission, and a mixture of sadomasochism, sadist and masochist. Girl, anybody got time? Anybody got time? Anyway, um, just a really quick warning. If you are triggered by, you know, talking about being tied up, spanked, beat on, as some people look at it, you might not want to listen. This ain't the episode for you. Just go ahead and skip over it. Ain't nobody's feelings going to be hurt. Um, I'm just going to go step by step with BDSM based on my personal experiences. And I'm going to kind of loop in some of the things I've learned, you know, present day based on what I knew when I first started. Um, I am by no means an expert. I have been exposed to some expert level things, but I am by no means an expert. I do not understand and know everything about the lifestyle. I am learning and evolving, but my level of exposure is a lot more than the average person. So I'm going to talk through it as well as I can from my view. I'm going to start out by saying if BDSM, dominance, and submission is something you're interested in trying or thinking about trying, I cannot stress the importance of, you know, taking precautions. Um, Understand that consent is extremely important on both ends. Um, From my perspective as a submissive, I have been in a position where things have been done and introduced into the situation that I did not agree to. Um... And knowing what I know now, I should have stopped the situation and discontinued the relationship with that dom, but I did not. So we'll talk through those things, but consent is extremely important. You need to be um, involved with someone that you trust. You don't have to be best friends. It doesn't have to be someone you've known your whole life, but you need to have a level of trust that this person isn't going to take it further than I'm willing to allow it to go. So trust is extremely important. You should not just be doing this with some random person you meet off POF or whatever, or one of these fetish-based websites. Like, you need to have a level of trust. You just can't, just don't let everybody tie you up because you really could hurt yourself. Or, I mean, it could go bad. It could be grim. So consent and trust, extremely important. Respect is tied in with trust. You know, you have to respect the wishes of the other person and just... Just do the right thing. If someone says no or they say that's, they're not into something, move the fuck on. Do not try to force people to do shit they don't want to do. And I'm speaking on the dominant side of things. I have run into so many people that have watched 50 fucking shades and they think they know everything about being a dominant. And you have these jackass dudes who are what I call the fuck boys in the bedroom who have now... They're following this imp- like this bullshit-ass script of what a dom is supposed to be, and all they want to do is walk around tying bitches up and, you know, marking them and just wailing on them, and it's not pleasant on the submissive side of things. It's actually some bullshit, and it pisses me off because these guys are portraying themselves as having all these, you know, years of experience and all this shit, and it's literally just, it's a joke. It's the commercialized version of the dominant submissive relationship. And it really is extremely frustrating. Again, I'm not even an expert. I'm just someone who's, you know, you know, just learning the lifestyle. And it pisses me off when you have these guys who are basically like con artists. So like, so to speak, that's really kind of what they are because they're presenting themselves as, Oh, I have 20 years of experience in the lifestyle. And they literally like, you're probably the first or second person they've ever dominated. Like it's a joke. 
So beware, there are cons out there, just like as it pertains to dating. You meet guys that are honest and upfront and they're really good guys. You meet guys that pretend to be nice and they turn out to be jackasses. It's the same in in any relationships. You're going to run into those scenarios. It happens. You can't completely write off the entire lifestyle based off one bad experience, in my personal opinion. So I went on a little bit of a rant there. But um, (laughs) respect and trust, I just can't stress how important it is. And I just wanted to throw out there that you really should be mindful that there are people out there um, just conning girls. And it's it's really sad. Um, You need to understand your limits. And that involves a lot of research and understanding how many kinks there are and, you know, just being on the other end of not knowing what someone was talking about. And I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. And then you're like, oh, wait, that's what that meant? Okay, no, I'm actually not okay with that. And then it, you know, it creates like, um, it just creates a bad vibe when you're saying, yeah, 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 yeah. And then you get in the, in the middle of the hot and heavy and you're like, oh, no, no. It just, it just, it's just a bad, it's just bad. So, Make sure that you understand your limits. If someone's throwing something out at you, be honest and say, I don't know what that means. What exactly is that? And be very clear on what the fuck it is before you say yes to doing it. Um, yeah, I, whew, honey, as I mentioned, I have been in situations where things were done that I didn't consent to. And it's very important to have a safe word. Even now, I still don't have a safe word, but I'm a different bitch in the bedroom. I will just say, nah, bruh, and relocate myself in a situation like, yeah, no, you're going to get your hands off me. And if I'm tied up, I know how to change the tone. So I have never had to use a safe word, but I'm also kind of a, whew, I don't, I really enjoy being a submissive. I enjoy, um pleasing my partner and I push my limits in an effort to please my partner but I've never pushed it to the point of I was fearful of my life um excuse me one of my hard limits is breath play like I'm terrified of basically um breath play would be you know kind of like having having someone choke you during sex but this is kind of takes it to the next level of You know, some people like to push it all the way until they black out. Some people like to get just on the edge. I've been on the edge and I don't like it. So, yeah, that's why breath play is a soft limit for me. There's a very small (laughs) room for error when it comes to me and breath play. So it's it's very sparingly done in my personal life. Um, Other hard limits, you know, some people are into being tied up that that's a hard limit for them some people don't want to be you know punished by you know a belt or being beat or spanked or whatever you know that's a hard limit for some people but it's not for me my hard limits are that list is very very short um I have a kind of a broad range of soft limits with the breath play being one of them um because I feel the same way about like ball gags where they're you know in your mouth like you know something went wrong and choking hazard and you know I don't know I'm just I'm I don't know I'm weirded out by ball gags. Like, I've actually never been in a ball gag. Someone brought one to a situation, but I didn't actually wear it. Because, <laughs> I mean, who would want to shut my mouth? Just saying. Um, I think that's really it. Like, I'm, there really isn't a lot. Because I will try anything twice. I say twice because I'm probably drunk as fuck the first time. So I'll try it again, not as drunk, just to make sure I really don't like it. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm gonna just wrap up my precautions with communication is very important again on both sides, you know, as the dominant, you need to communicate with, you know, your submissive and ask questions if they're being overly quiet, you know, kind of like, you know, just do some kind of post checks. Like, are you okay? You good? It doesn't have to be long winded. Nobody's asking you to be all soft because all doms aren't made to be soft, but, um, just communicate. And then, you know, even after, you know, your situation is wrapped up and you're, you know, not in the bedroom, you know, just be sure to, you know, ask, you know, how are you? Are you okay with this? And, you know, just kind of just make sure the person's still okay. And then on the submissive end, I'm not a big communicator, but for me, the most important part um, is the, during the scene or during your encounter, um, is making sure that you communicate if something's going a little bit too far or something's painful or you don't like something or something needs to be adjusted. I am extremely great about communicating those things. So for me as a submissive, that's where communication is very important. Um, and then the other thing that I really wasn't, um, I guess, well-versed in and didn't have an understanding for was like the bruising and the marking situation I personally do not bruise and it actually pisses me off because I take some pretty rough spankings and to leave that situation with your ass hurting for two days and not having one mark to to you know show for it's kind of frustrating and I know that y'all are gonna think that's crazy but I mean for a lot of women in the BDSM world your bruises are kind of like a, a badge of honor like see what I took type of deal and if it's not your shit you're not gonna get it but understand that as it pertains to kink, and this is all kink, that includes your BDSM, that includes, you know, hell, I guess anal could be considered a kink and things like that. It's kind of like ice cream. I don't like mint chocolate chip, but the next girl might love it. I love butter pecan and the next bitch might hate it. That's kind of how I feel about the kink world and you know your sex lives and the things that you're into we might not like all the same shit but we can still enjoy our ice cream and respect each other's choices so that's kind of where I am as it pertains to the the whole being a submissive thing you might not get it but understand that I am in a position of power where I say yay or nay I dictate what happens or doesn't happen and I have the power to stop it with one word so that is one thing that I think a lot of women get so wrapped up in is like, you let somebody beat on you? How does that arouse you? And I'm like, girl, listen, it's lit over here. So we're going to, the precautions are wrapped up. We're going to move right along. Um, one thing that I do want y'all to do is to take the BDSM test. So BDSMtest.org. Um, and I would suggest, because I had to do it the first time I took the test, was to research some of the kinks, some of the things that come out in your results. I'm sure they're gonna, there's going to be some shit you're like, what the fuck is that? Urban Dictionary is my resource. Plug some of those words in there and see what happens. If they don't help, go to Google. But um, just see what it says. It's, for me, it was funny, but then it was also kind of like, oh, shit. Damn, I kind of do like that. So, um, BDSMtest.org. Um, shit, I'll even share my results. Because I think they have them up on my screen. Let me pull them up here real quick. Um, and I'm not going to read the whole list because there's a bunch of them. 
like this is well over 20. Um, I'm 100% brat, 100% rope bunny, which means I like being tied up, 97% submissive. It says I'm 96% slave. Um, please understand that that's, just don't let that be a trigger for you. Um, we can talk about that at some point, but don't let that word slave trigger you to, to go somewhere. It's, it's not that deep. Um, 86% percent voyeur, which means I like to watch what the fuck is going on, whether it's me having sex, I want to watch it or somebody else having sex. I like to watch people. Um, it says I'm like 64% degraded. Yeah, I like being degraded. Uh, 64% masochist, which means I um, have received sexual pleasure from being beaten or hurt. Um, yeah. It says I'm 27% dominant. I'm extremely dominant in my personal life, but in um, my sexual life, I am extremely submissive. Um, so yeah, those are my results. So I would strongly suggest you go and take that test. Um, and the, uh, the couple other things that I wanted to talk about, which mean a whole bunch of nothing, but <laughs> one of my earliest exposures to BDSM was in a movie called Secretary with Maggie Gyllenhaal. And I don't remember the guy's name anyway. <laughs> and the reason I, I bring that up is because if you watch that movie, Watch that movie first and then watch Fifty Shades and just catch the, the things that were copied and it's just, just do it. Um, I would say the secretary was probably a, uh, one of the truest depictions I've seen in a, a widely regarded movie. Like, you know, I've seen a lot of like documentaries and things, but that movie was just, it was kind of popular and it was about legit, you know, BDSM. Like, I think if I'm not mistaken, he, that character was like a sadist. So I don't know. Anyway, my first exposure was through that movie. And then apparently there's a movie, Nine and a Half Weeks. I remember the name. I can't remember watching it, but um, apparently it's had some BDSM stuff going on in it. So I'm gonna have to watch that. That's on my homework list. And, um, 50, 50 shades. I mean, they're just, no, it's, mm -mm. I'm not saying that those types of relationships can't happen, but that is not the norm in the BDSM lifestyle. Like there are dom sub relationships that do not involve sex, like period, like at all. So you could be in a situation with someone who dominates you. Like, I have been in a situation with someone who dominated me. We did not have sex, but he tied me up. He spanked me, talked to me a certain type of way, pulled on my hair, um, you know, worked me over. It was a mind fuck more than a, you know, a physical fuck. But yeah, there are situations that don't involve sex. So I also want, let me just dispel that myth also. It is possible. Um, but then... <laughs> I'm sure everybody remembers Janet Jackson's The Velvet Rope Tour and the live concert on HBO. Bitch, Janet was trying to tell y'all back then what was up. 
<laughs> like, and it's so funny because now I'm looking at my mama sideways because, like, she used to bump that album, bitch. Like, bump that album. And I remember us watching that damn concert. Over, I remember watching it so many times and just being amazed by. Be, I was so young and being just exposed to her, like crouching over this man that's tied up on this little mechanism and she's in her little pleather bodysuit bitch serving and even now when I watch that shit I'm like bitch you better work Janet Jackson is a nasty bitch and I'm here for it so if you never listened to the Velvet Rope album take a listen and take two listens to the song Rope Burn so just do your homework on that Janet was trying to tell y'all honey was trying to tell y'all um but yeah I think did I skip over I think I was talking about the 50 shades thing and I got off track but you know most people in the lifestyle really do hate that movie like they real deal hate it because it is so it's so far off from the norm it's so far off from the norm it just is I'm not hating on it because I have watched them I read the books but yeah being exposed to what the lifestyle really is like there are conventions and there are, you know, teach people who have like, you know, I've encountered a guy who has like a master's degree and I don't know what the, what he has the degree in, but he teaches like online courses on BDSM and being a dominant and being a submissive and just, you know, teaching you how to communicate and talking through real life examples. Like this shit is so huge. That's why when you hear someone say the lifestyle, like it is a lifestyle, There are some people who live this shit 24-7. You know, (laughs) they're married or in a a long-term relationship with a dominant, and they are in play mode, so to speak, 24-7. I could not do that shit. I live for my dominance at work, and I kill my shit, and I love going to the bedroom and not having to make any decisions whatsoever. Like, that is such a relief for me. It really is. And then having someone who enjoys being in control and, you know, takes pride in exposing you to different sensations and feelings and pushing you to your limits. And, um, you know, it's, I, it's great for me. It it works for me. That's all. That's all I got. It works for me. Um, yeah, that, that probably is the, the power exchange in a dom-sub relationship is probably the most arousing part of it. Because I literally can think of shit that um, my current dom has said to me, like, via text message. It, I mean, like, two or three words. And it literally will make my damn heart almost skip a beat. It's, it's kind of, whew. Excuse me, I needed a drink. It, it really is kind of it's really intense. Intense is the word and it's overwhelming. And there is a connection between your mind, your body. And I hate to be like fake deep or whatever, but even your soul kind of gets wrapped up into it. And the reason I say your soul, because sometimes you go to dark places. Like I have been completely restrained, no access to my hands, my feet. Um, and my body was pretty much restrained. Like I didn't have full range of motion with my head and Yeah, I couldn't have gotten free if I wanted to. I was blindfolded on top of that. And my dom, as one of my punishments, was completely silent. 
Like, I don't even know if he was in the room. I think he did leave the room, but there was music playing really loud. And it, it felt like hours. It felt like hours. But it was probably only minutes. But, I mean, I... Yeah, honey, I've had my limits. I really have had my limits pushed. But I'm in situations with people that I trust and who I know aren't going to, you know, hurt me or leave me or, you know, anything like that. It, yeah, it, it really does. And that's why I say it's a soul thing because you can go into some crazy places in your head and kind of freak out and panic and like go into a full meltdown. And I have done that before where I literally was like, I allowed myself to push push it too far and then I went into full on fucking panic mode like trying to rip my arm <laughs> out of the damn rope damn near like dislocated my shoulder and it was it was not a pretty sight so um yeah the power exchange it really is it's it can be deep bitch it can be deep it really can be um and I've used the word seen a few times but um and the reason I think, and I could do the research, but I really it ain't that important to me. But I think that the word "seen" is used because, like I said, it doesn't always involve sex, so it's not, you know, always a bedroom situation. It's there are places that they call dungeons where um, someone has purchased a large building or warehouse or whatever and converted the space into what you know they call a dungeon. And there's like membership fees. I am not a member of one. I've only ever heard about them. But um, there's like, you, you know, you pay a annual or monthly membership fee and you have access to these rooms in this place. I guess you have to like make appointments or something. And then some of these places even have like kind of party type stuff. So they'll they will allow like outsiders to come in and pay like, you know, a cover fee at the door to come in and participate and, you know, play around in, the you know, the rooms that they have and some of the stuff they have set up. So. I think it's called a scene because it really is just like an encounter and it's typically planned out kind of like a movie scene. Um, and again, you talked about knowing your limits and being clear on your limits. Once your dom knows where you are, where you're willing to or are not willing to go, then they can structure a plan for what's going to happen tonight. So they're going to say, I'm going to tie her up first and then I'm going to spank her with this and I'm going to spank her with that. Then I'm going to take her from being tied up and put a spreader bar on her. And like, so they can map out kind of what they want to happen, you know, during that encounter. So I think that that's kind of where the scene word came from. Um, one of the other things that I know some people just are not into are the ropes and the collars and the leashes. And if I had a chance to really sit and think about it, excuse me, I got to have something to drink. Hold on. If I really sat and thought about it, I probably would have said no the first time, but I really didn't have a whole lot of time to think about it. It was kind of like, okay, you get tied up. Oh, okay. Oh, 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 okay. Um, and then I'm like, wait, like tied up. And I kind of freaked out a little bit because, you know, I really could not get free. Like I couldn't get my hands loose. And that shit scared me because I'm like, if this dude just up and bails on me, I am fucked. Like, how do you explain this to the neighbor? You don't walk down the stairs shimmy your way to unlock the door and now you gotta walk out butt naked to the neighbor house to ring the doorbell to say can you untie me can you because <laughs> it's like industrial rope oh lord have mercy jesus <laughs> so i understand why people are terrified of the ropes but 
again, once you get to the place of trust and you know nobody's going to hurt you, 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 you let yourself kind of get wrapped up in it. And for me, I enjoy the pleasure of seeing how aroused and excited it makes my dom um, to, you know, to, you know, spend so much time because some of that damn t- tying up can take time, like 30 plus minutes to get just to get the roping done. So he's walking around with a hard dick the whole time, tying your ass up, and you just looking like, when am I gonna get? When am I gonna get some? Can you hurry up and be done? With- <laughs> <Get> me- <laughs> I'm so sorry. Like, can you hurry up and be done with these fucking ropes and give me that dick that's flapping around in my face, please and thank you? At least that's what I'm thinking. And I mean, even like right now, I can't even remember the last time I was fully tied up. Mm-mm. girl we lazy these days we just get the little um the little handcuff thingies the little they're handcuffs but they're the elastic not elastic the uh velcro velcro handcuffs honey we lazy over here or it's just bitch put your hands right there and they better not move or you're gonna get you don't get the business so <laughs> the rope thing it it was a it is a thing for some guys and it's not that much of a thing for other guys so again just like you might not be into all kinds of kinks, there are doms on the other side that aren't into all kinds of kinks. There are doms that don't want to tie you up. They don't want to spank you. They only want to be able to tell you what to do sexually and you'll jump and do it. So, you know, it's, there's, they're all different, honey. Um, so along with the ropes and the collars and the leashes, I have been on the leash. I have been walked around on my hands and knees like a dog. One time and one time motherfucking only bitch. And I'm not interested. I'm not that girl. Um, It was done as a means to degrade me. And we are going to get there. Because there's a whole story. And that was actually. No, I was about to tell a false. Um, That was the tip of the iceberg. Well, it was like the almost the tip of the iceberg in a situation. So, yeah, I've done it. One time and one time only, that ain't my shit. But there are girls who identify, girls and guys, not just trying to single nobody out, but um, that identify as pets and they want to be, hmm, how do we say it? Um, They want to be seen or perceived as an actual animal, a cat or a dog or whatever, and that's their kink. Um, Me, that ain't my shit. Um... And I got weak knees. I'm going to just say it, bitch. My, my knee, listen. Honey, let's sidebar right quick. How much time we going to spend on here? 26 minutes. That ain't bad. Girl, my knees is weak, bitch. My knees is raggedy. So for somebody to love sucking dick as much as I do, it's a shame. I got weak ass knees. My mama, she laughed at me. She was like, girl, you know, get down there and get It was like something under the sofa. I'm like, girl, my knees, I can't. They weak. They cannot take that kind of pressure. She was like, it's going to take you two seconds. I'm like, and that's going to hurt me. My knees are weak. And she was like, girl, I know you. I know what, what you what you be about. Mind your business. I lay down. I'm classy, bitch. I don't have to get on my knees. I can lay down and suck dick. I ain't got to do all that. So, they ain't have nothing to do with nothing. I'm just saying that that college shit ain't for me. It's not, I'm I'm not, I'm not, I can't do the dog thing. That ain't my shit, but I respect bitches that get down like that. Do you, boo? Whatever gets your pussy wet, do you. Um, we already talked about punishment by being tied up and left stranded. Um, and I actually have a guy that's a thing that he is into. Um he actually lives in a different state, and I travel to see him. 
And we'll talk about that at a later date. Today, not that day. And one of the things that he is into is, you know, having full access to my hotel room. He has a key. I have a key. And then as he sees fit, um, he will, you know, tie me up and tell me, all right, you're gonna, you, you'll be here till I come back. <laughs> um, sometimes I'm blindfolded. Sometimes I'm not. Um, just depends on how he feels that day. And I've gotten into a better place with the doubt because it's usually during the day. Um, like, um, <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I don't want to give too much of my business, but long story short, the hotel room is extremely close to his office. So it's usually not very long, but it's just as a means of control and it don't do nothing for me. Like it don't turn me on to be sitting there, but it turns me on when he comes back and he's so excited that I literally haven't moved an inch. So whatever. It's a thing. It's a thing. Um, the spankings and the punishments, the real punishments that everybody is so fearful of. Being clear on your limits with your dominant. Being clear on how far is too far. So if you said, okay, I want to try the belt tonight, sir. And you take that lick and you like, oh, hell no, nah, I can't take another one. Go ahead and say, um, but if you think you can take some more, go ahead and take another one and see how it feels. Now, I have learned very recently that there is an art to a proper spanking and a punishment on the dominant giving side. So the gentleman I'm, I've called, I think I've talked about him, Master, um, this month, oh, honey, I have managed to take, and this is not me bragging, because this ain't shit to brag about, a 25-minute punishment. Like, I got my ass beat for 25 minutes from the from my feet all the way up to my neck. I got my ass beat, my breasts were beaten, my back, my arms, my ass, my legs, my thighs, my calves, everything, the front, the back, all of it. Um, I happen to be a big fan of the belt. Um, so when I say I got my ass, I'm not, don't skip any portion of the body. So when I take a belt across the ass, I'm taking a belt across the pussy. And he is that much of an asshole that he will spread my pussy lips to spank my clit with the tip of the fucking belt. It's not, typically it's not hard, but. I'm already aroused, my clit's already swollen, that little bit of a tap just literally makes you want to just have a fucking heart attack, but he has mastered how to um, disperse the punishment so that he's not overly beating one ass cheek or one section of the body, it's all spread out, so before you even wrapped your head around how bad that paddle hurt on your ass, you're getting smacked on your nipple. And then you're getting hit on the back of your calf. Like, it's it's spread out. And that's how those um, scenes are able to go on for so long because it's not one ass cheek being pounded. Now, there are some jackasses or some punishments that, you know, that you just going to get your ass beat in this one spot. And it's meant to hurt. It's meant to bruise you. It's meant to leave you with a knot. Like, it's meant to hurt. <laughs> and I have that 25-minute punishment that I received was a result of me being 
Um, I was being a bitch on purpose. I wanted to be punished because I was frustrated in my personal life. And I personally get a great relief from a good spanking. Um, and my dom master, he knows he can like smell when a bitch needs an attitude adjustment, which is what I call it. <laughs> because I'm so much nicer afterwards because I usually get dicked down really well too. So that has, that probably has nothing to do with it. But anyway, um, he literally can sense like damn near sense when I'm in need of one. It can just be how I respond, how long it takes me to respond. Um, and then if he sees me, he can tell like, Oh, like, Oh, you are wound up. You, okay. I need to give you that work today. It is so funny. And it's, I've learned so much about myself in being involved with him. And again, I ain't trying to be fake deep, but for me, being as dominant as I am in my day-to-day life, that submission is so fucking freeing for me. And the mind fuck of it all is so arousing. And it, man, I'm telling y'all, I, I didn't learn multiple orgasms until I entered into the lifestyle. And I opened myself up to new experiences and understanding how much the mind impacts the orgasm and that's a whole topic I might like do a bonus episode later this week on orgasms and from the female perspective because I went years without getting a proper fucking orgasm and once I found out what the fuck it was supposed to feel like I was like girl what the fuck I was doing for the last five years like what 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 is really going on um so that might be a bonus but being exposed to this lifestyle and all that I've been exposed to, man, I'm telling you, I'm having the best sex of my motherfucking life. There are, there are things that I've tried that I do not like and I will never allow to happen again. Um, but I've also found things that arouse me beyond belief. So I fucks with it a long way. Um, and we have so much to talk about, so many characters that I've encountered to talk about um and the first guy that we're going to talk about um his name is Mo we're going to call him Mo and one of the nicest people you would ever meet but one of the kinkiest nastiest sickest people I have ever met and I say that with no judgment at all When I say nasty, I mean nasty. When I say sick, I mean sick. But I'm not judging him because as long as he's not hurting anybody and as long as the people that are involved are consenting and I'm legal, do you, boo? Do you? But it's some of the shit we're going to talk about as it pertains to Mo is going to be, it's going to be crazy. Like, we got so many layers to peel back. Like, he might be two fucking episodes by himself. Like, it's a lot. Um, So, yeah, the word of the week is water sports and this is a perfect segue because water sports is on the agenda because of mr mo oh water sports the definition of water sports a sexual activity in which urine is involved the presence of urine is generally considered erotic for those indulging in the urine related activities So everybody's heard of a golden shower. Everybody's talked about Mr. R. Kelly. Um, So we're going to go on a little journey as it pertains to water sports. Um, 
They will come up during the Mo conversation very heavily. Um, and then we might have another sidebar at some point about Mr. R. Kelly and the sex tape and the overall water sports kink and my exposure and the things that I've done and how I feel about them. Um, don't forget to send any questions, comments, concerns, topic suggestions to the email at uh, kinkunashamed at gmail.com. And we are also on Instagram at kinkunashamed. Um, I post really like random shit, pictures of sex toys, crazy shit that I've done, memes that people send to me. So if you have any funny shit, tag me, DM it to me, email it, whatever. Um, I'll share it, girl. I'll post it. And um, I'm also thinking about doing a giveaway. Uh, we're almost up to, like, I think we're at, like, 90 listens for the four episodes so far. So I'm like, oh, I could do a giveaway once we get to 100 listens or maybe once we get to, like, 100 followers on Instagram. So I'm just, I'm mulling the idea around in my head. And I'm thinking maybe I'll give away some of my favorite things as far as sex toys or lingerie. I'm just kidding, lingerie. Um... So yeah, we'll see. Well, I'm going to let the idea flourish. And if you have any suggestions or anything that you would like to see me do a giveaway for or with, um, shoot me an email at kinkunashamed at gmail.com. So that actually wasn't that bad. We're only at 37 minutes and I felt like I was talking forever. Um, and I'm extra lit today. Like I started early, bitch. I was down to the bar at like 530 <laughs> I was I was two margaritas in in like 15 minutes. I was litty. I left there at like 6.15 and I was loaded. I barely ate anything. I was, whoo, honey, listen. And I am like two glasses of wine in. So I'm actually doing well tonight. I'm proud of me. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna shut up rambling and talk about nothing. I thank you all for listening. And I look forward to hearing from you all, kinkunashamed at gmail.com and on Instagram at kinkunashamed. Until next week, stay kinky, motherfuckers.